Section twenty seven of Wessex Poems by Thomas Hardy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Libby Gone. My Sicily, seventeen hundred something. Alive, and I leapt in my wonder, was faint of my joyance, and grasses and groves shone in garments of glory to me. She lives in a plenteous well being, to day as aforehand the dead bore the name though a rare one the name that bore she she lived i afar in the city of frenzy-led factions had squandered green years and maturer in bowing the knee to balls elusive and specious till chance had there voiced me that one i loved vainly in nonage had ceased her to be the passion the planets had scowled on and change had let dwindle her death-rumour smartly relifted to full apogee. I mounted a steed in the dawning, with acheful remembrance, and made for the west highway to far Exonbury. Passing heaths and the house of long sieging, I neared the thin steeple that tops the fair fane of poor's olden episcopal sea. And changing anew my on-bearer, I traversed the downland, whereon bleak hill-graves of chieftains bulge barren of tree. And still sadly onward I followed that highway of the Ison, which trails its pale ribbon down Wessex, or Lynchet and Lee. Although the stour-bordered forum, where legions had wayfared, and where the slow river upglasses its green canopy, and by Weatherbury Castle, and thence from through Casterbridge held I still on, to entomb her my vision saw stretched pallidly. No highwayman's trot blew the night wind to me so life-weary, but only the creak of the gibbets or wagoner's gee. Triple ramparted Maiden gloomed greyly above me from southward, and north the hill-fortress of Egar and square Pummery. The nine-pillared Cromlech, the bride-streams, the axe, and the otter, I passed to the gate of the city where X scents the sea. Till spent in a grave-acre pausing, I learned t'was not my love to whom Mother Church had just murmured a last lullaby. Then where dwells the canon's kinswoman, my friend of aforetime? T'was hard to repress my heart-heavings and new ecstasy. She wedded, ah! wedded beneath her she keeps a stage hostel ten miles hence beside the great highway the famed lions three her spouse was her lackey no option twixt wedlock and worse things a lapse over sad for a lady of her pedigree i shuddered said nothing and wandered to shades of green laurel too ghastly had grown those first tidings so brightsome of blee for on my ride hither I'd halted a while at the lions, and her, her whose name had once opened my heart as a key, I looked on unknowing, and witnessed her jests with the tapsters, her liquor-fired face, her thick accents in naming her fee. O oh God, why the seeming derision! I cried in my anguish. O oh, once loved, O oh, fair unforgotten, that thing, I meant it thee inured and at peace lost but sainted were grief i could compass depraved tis for christ's poor dependent a cruel decree 
I backed on the highway, but passed not the hostel. Within there too mocking to love's re-expression was time's repartee. Up-tracking where legions had wayfared, by cromlechs unstoried, and lynchets and sepultured chieftains in self-colloquy. A feeling stirred in me, and strengthened that she was not my love, but she of Garth, who lay wrapped in her long reverie. And thence till to-day I persuade me that this was the true one, that death stole intact her young dearness and innocency. Frail-witted, eluded they call me, I may be. Tis better to dream than to own the debasement of sweet Sicily. Moreover, I rate it unseemly to hold that kind heaven could work such device to her ruin and my misery. So lest I disturb my choice vision, I shun the west highway, even now when the naps ring with rhythms from blackbird and bee, and feel that with slumber half-conscious she rests in the church hay, her spirit unsoiled as in youth-time when lovers were we. End of section 27